This is CliffCentral.com. Good afternoon and welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform on CliffCentral.com. You're with Sasha Lee Gonzalez and you can keep up with the conversation by following us on Instagram and Twitter under at YLP CliffCentral as well as the Youth Leadership Platform on Facebook. I think that, you know, going into today's conversation with our phenomenal guest in studio, it's important to keep the question at the back of your mind. What are you doing? What are we doing? What are we all doing to lighten or reduce our ecological footprint in our daily actions? And do we take the initiative to have long-term goals in terms of this? Or is it too much to expect of us as human beings to actually think that far? Do we take this thinking into our leadership and try to be sustainable in our leadership? More than simply giving and giving and giving with no aim of sustaining and giving people the opportunity to lead themselves. Um, personally, and, and unfortunately, I think that, you know, albeit with good intentions, you know, many leaders and individuals don't keep these points in mind. And, you know, they tend to give without the aim of um, sustaining to the people for the people that they are giving to. Um, that's why I'm excited to be chatting to our guest today about her achievements and thoughts regarding this, as I feel it's important to push this out to our young people. Um, you know, the message that you can start sustainably leading from a young age. So, Noreen Ismail. Yes. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming through, Miss Earth Essay finalist. Now, I'm just going to jump into it, like, really, because I know that you're still apparently in a state of disbelief that you've made it as a finalist. Yes, I still cannot believe that I'm a finalist. But why? It's been such a fast process. It's been four months. And just before the four months, I was just a student. And I've literally been thrown into the deep end, going through programs and all these um Activations that you have to do, you know, it's a bit of a shock. So you just expect us to swim? Yes. <laughs> but you're swimming and you're doing really well. Thank you. So congratulations. So now, backtracking a bit before the pageant, who was the Nurain Ismail before Miss Earth South Africa? Did you spend some time prior to entering the pageant knowing that you definitely wanted to do so at some point or another? Or was it like a fresh thought when the opportunity arose? So basically, I've always been passionate about the environment, climate change and the youth of South Africa. And not once did I ever think of entering Miss Earth South Africa. Mm -hmm. Basically, what happened, it was the spur of the moment thing where I saw the program on Facebook and I thought that it was a pageant. However, Miss Earth South Africa is not a pageant. It's a program. Program. It's a leadership program. Yes. And it interested me because, you know, there's no that pageant factor Mm. that you have to be a model, a face figure. Basically, it's beauty with a purpose. Even though you have a face. But you have to do stuff to be in Miss Earth South Africa. You can't just smile and look at the camera. Yeah. So basically, it was 15 minutes before the closing date, and I had entered on the spur oh of the moment. Goodness. To my surprise, yeah, I am today as a national finalist. Yeah, you are. So now, what are some of the personal goals that you had in entering Miss Earth SA? Okay, so basically I did have goals. It's basically I had all these ideas in my head, but I had no idea how to put these platforms into progress, you know, how to Mm. go about it. But through Miss Earth South Africa, you're able to get people's attention. So one of the programs that I had was a prison program that I recently started this year. It's to help encourage prisoners, to help enable them to be part of society. But I decided to join it with the green aspect Mm. because I saw that there's little being done. I went to a prison and... The offenders didn't even know what climate change meant. So that's why I decided to start a planting program and a tree planting program. And with this, they are able to show what they're capable of, you know, because they say that they don't get a chance to prove themselves for society. 
And another one is, is there's a gap for recycling for schools in Gauteng. Yeah. And that is actually launching tomorrow. It's known as Swap Shop Gauteng. Yeah, no, and I was going to ask you to tell us more about this. Please do. <laughs> so, so basically, Swap Shop Gauteng already exists in Mpumalanga. Mm-hmm. It works where children bring in recyclable goods such as plastic, tin and glass. And it gets weighed. And in return, they get tokens. And these tokens are worth um, a money value. But instead of getting money, they get things such as stationery, oh, sweets wow. and... It depends where the school is situated. So say, for example, it's situated in a rural area. Mm. They will get things that are appealing to them, such as rice, flour, things that they need. However, in urban schools where I'll be running it in Gauteng, they'll get stationery and sweets. And this encourages recycling in the future as they know they've been rewarded previously for recycling. This is so fantastic. And it started at such a young age, right? Yes. It yeah. started, uh, started off with primary schools because that's where it starts, you know, with the youth and they grow up to be the future of our country. We always need to remember that the youth is our future. Yes, and I think that there's always this misconception that you have to be of a certain age, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, yeah. 30 to start somewhere. So how yeah. important do you think it is to start literally four years old, eight years old, 10 years old? So I firmly believe that age doesn't matter. I mean, you can't say that, okay, I'm 50 years old, I can't do this. However, I do believe that if you start off young, you know, you're encouraging the youth, not only females, as Miss Earth South Africa, you know, is for females. Mm-hmm. We need to be equal, you know, yeah. for men, for women. Starting them off um, young And also because it's uh, Women's Month A lot of people say How important is Women empowerment And this is an aspect That I like to touch on Is even though It is extremely important You know We need to encourage our women Be strong You know But it starts with the males as well. Don't forget about them, you know. Don't forget about the young men of mm. our country. You know, if we don't, if we only focus on one gender, what happens to the other side? So I feel that it should be equal in ways. No, I completely agree. So now I know that you're studying education. Yes. Correct. And uh, touching on this, how important do you think it is to educate yourself? Do you believe that it is a step in the right direction in terms of wanting to help others? And what do you say, what do you say as Nurain Ismail to the people um, who are having a tough time in their academic phase, be it secondary, tertiary, even primary years? Um, what would be your motivation to them in staying motivated with their education and Although education, we all know this, it's not the be all and end all in terms of being able to help others. Um, but how do you think it can add positively in a person's quest of helping others? So I believe that education is important. However, being at university, it's a privilege as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's a, a little bit of a secret that I share, and I'm not even shy about it because it was a step in my life. I studied one-year law, LLB, adverts, and I failed it. I failed it so badly. But the reason for that is because I wasn't doing what I was passionate about. I didn't enjoy it at all. But when I changed to teaching because I'm passionate about, you know, I love kids and everything of that sort, yeah. I, I started enjoying studying, you know, and then you realize that it brings out the best in you. So even if, you know, you don't have the means to go to university or um, study what you'd like to do, you know, find other means, you know, get a job. It doesn't matter. You know, it's easy for me to say get a job, but there is always a way. If you follow your dreams and your passions, you'll get there eventually to your goal. But I truly believe that education is important. But however... I do believe because However. I, yes, um, there are many people that I know that, you know, they have no university degrees. Mm-hmm. They ended school in grade 10 and they are successful business people because they followed their passion and their dreams. So it's that drive inside of you that you need to follow. So there's no like cookie cutter standard route that you need to take in order to be successful. No, you don't need to study this and this and this to get to your destination. It's all, I truly believe it's all in your heart and all what you believe, you know.
So now the Miss Earth SA, not pageant program, mm-hmm. remember that, Sasha. Um, it's different in its vision of what it aims to achieve. What are yes. your thoughts on the need for programs and the like to, and actually even pageants. Let's go to pageants. Sure. Um, what are your thoughts on the need for pageants to actually focus on what young women have to offer and their, in, um, offer their environment rather than focusing on the material and often what is termed the superficial side of things? Definitely. So even if it's a pageant or a program like Miss Earth South Africa, it, to me, it doesn't matter because the thing is, is that um, what I've learned is I was never confident. Mm-hmm. I would always worry what do people say and I'd look in the mirror and think, oh, you know, you you wouldn't look twice at yourself. However, pageants, programs, anything of that sort, it builds your confidence, not in a way that you need to think you're better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. But it just gives you, you know, that growth as a woman that, you know, you can encourage other women. You believe you start believing in yourself. And the thing is, I encourage all young girls out there, if they want to enter a pageant, being it Miss South Africa, Miss Earth SA as a program, you know, it's great for self-confidence and it's great to get you to uh, reach your goals that you have in mind. Mm. It's really not about being a face of beauty or anything of that sort, even though some pageants have that aspect. But really, there are other uh, people look up to you in a sense. You know, people see your face and, you know, they believe in you because they say, if she could do it, why can't I? You know, even though, you know, there's a beauty aspect involved, but there is a different side, you know, positive side to it. No, definitely. So now, interesting question. Do you think that a pageant that had no face to it would be a success? A pageant where your actions as a participant and what you are able to achieve and how you impact the lives of lives of others and um you know our earth state would Definitely. do well in this day and age would you be interested in seeing a pageant that has this twist to it well, this is a really it's a brilliant question but actually if you think about it miss earth south africa has no beauty aspect even though you know they we encourage us you know to look your best at all times but miss earth south africa is about what you do mm. so in a sense it can miss earth south africa is a program as well but not a pageant a program um that basically you know, it's not about your face. Mm. So I think that even if there was a program where, you know, you don't get to see the person's face at all, you know, no pictures and height doesn't matter, anything of that sort, it would work because you are impacting other people's lives. So I definitely think that's a brilliant idea. However, <laughs> I love saying that word. Um, Miss Earth South Africa is a little bit like that because it's about what you do, the projects we do, the impact we have on our communities and at large on South Africa. So now in terms of the environment, what importance is there in taking the initiative and not waiting for others to do your part in saving our planet. Sure. So if you are an individual at home, as I was, you know, I've been passionate about, you know, saving the planet in that way. But the thing is, is that even if you are doing small things like, you know, not running the tap when you're brushing your teeth, you know, it sounds silly to some people, but it's small steps, but big change. And also the impact of straws, you know, cut straws out because of the, the, the reason being is that, when straws are recycled, they're so lightweight that they blow away. There's a 98% chance that those straws are not going to be recycled. They land up back in our oceans. And who does it affect? Our ocean life. So even if you are just one person, you know, not using a straw every day or, you know, saving water, electricity, anything of that uh, sort, it's a small step, big change. And I know that some people often don't know, like like you just said, they don't know where to start in their quest of helping our planet right. and saving our resources. And added to this, like you just mentioned, is their lack of belief that the small actions they perform will actually make an impact or a right. real difference. So um, 
where can someone listening to this, where can they start? And how would you convince someone that, listen, hey, your actions actually do make a difference? Right. So first step, it starts at home. You know, it starts with you as an individual. And I know it's not an overnight process. You can't yeah. just wake up and be like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save queen the planet. Yeah. yeah, definitely. No, but it, it starts with you at home. Mm-hmm. Make a small change at home. And then after your community, you know, encourage friends, family, stores that you visit, you know, see, take note of how are they, um, getting rid of their refuse and garbage and stuff and take note. Are they recycling restaurants you visit? You know, even if it's just word of mouth by telling them, Hey, listen, you know, you getting rid of your litter the wrong way. You need to divide your mm. stuff. You know, it's. Even though you're just talking, it makes a difference. So that's first the start. And then later you can tackle local schools in your community and take the initiative to run greening projects, you know, check how they're using water in the school, electricity, anything of that sort. Okay. And, um, Nirain, yes. How do you feel about being a Miss Earth SA finalist? I just want to touch on this because I know that you're in a complete state of disbelief. So how do you, how does it actually feel within you? Like besides speaking about it and stuff, what is the true feeling within, within you? Um, so basically being a finalist, um, as I've told other people before, I don't consider myself a finalist. I know it sounds kind of silly or strange. Reason being is that I don't want to be defined by a title. Even mm-hmm. though I'm in this, I entered this by choice. The thing is, is that a title doesn't define what you do and who you are. The reason I have this and I am, well, I've made it to the finals. And the thing is, is that with this, it's the... You are a role model to children. It's just easier if you have, you know, as fancy as it looks, wearing the sash and the name of Miss Earth. It's being a role model to children, you know. Sometimes you'll be surprised. They they look at you, you come and you talk to them and they say, who are you? Mm. But when you have the title... Miss Earth South Africa, even if it says finalist, anyone of who you are, you know, they listen. And that is the aim, even though it sounds so wrong. But I I really believe even if I had to win or if I didn't, you know, one shouldn't be defined by a title. And as today, when some people approach me and they say, aren't you a finalist for Miss Earth? And I'm saying, you know, it takes me a moment to register because I don't think of it that way. Okay. So you really like believe in the whole, like not attaching a title to anything. Definitely. Yeah, title does not define you. So now, um, what have been some of your best um, moments during this process in these past few months? Ooh, okay, so there's a few, mm-hmm. but I think the best one for me is the prison program that I ran. It initially it started where I was just going to plant one tree at the prison. However, it turned into so much more. When I got to speak to the prisoners, I learned that some of them committed a crime to get a plate of food and a place to stay, wow. and they felt safer to get out of gang violence and that really touched my heart to think that, you know, people judge. The thing is, and somebody actually messaged me on Facebook saying, mm-hmm. you know, um, because the whole program was also about forgiveness. Somebody messaged and said, what if it is a rapist? How can you forgive them? <gasps> what so, is your response to that? This is what I replied. You know, you have to keep your calm. And, yeah. you know, they have a point. The thing is, it's difficult to forgive rape. But the thing is, is that I said, if our father, Tata Madiba, could forgive an entire nation, why can't we forgive one individual and encourage them to be better people in the future? And then wow. they didn't reply. So <laughs> You were powerful, Nirain. You were powerful. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. So now I've heard, obviously, um, you taking your capabilities and skills and passion for the environment as well as societal matters further by wanting to empower, you know, the prison inmates and um, whatnot. Uh, how important do you think it is um, to 
take your vision beyond Miss Earth SA? So I have ideas of my own. You know, I believe you should have at least two-year goals, five-year mm-hmm. goals. And my my initial or my plan so far after the Miss Earth South Africa is to run the recycle program known as Swap Shop, which will be running. As I am a teacher, it's easy to run at schools then. It will be running for years to come. And also with that, I'd like to not only target South Africa, mm-hmm. you know, take the program Throughout, because it's starting with province by province in South Africa. So I think that it also doesn't exist overseas. Yeah. So I'd like to take the program and the campaign, not just in South Africa, but throughout the world. You know, okay. it sounds crazy, but <laughs> eventually you'll get there if that's your goal. No, naturally. Yeah. So now, um, leadership. I want to know your thoughts on leadership. Um, has it ever been a thing for you, like growing up? Has that ever been something, you know, the the idea of leadership and the importance of it? Um, did you ever place importance on that in your personal life growing up? Okay. Now I'm talking before Miss Earth Essay. Okay, so when I was in school, I've always been very competitive. Oh. Yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> I'm extremely competitive. Sometimes uh, people will see the nasty side of me, but it's all fun and games sometimes. Yeah. But the thing is, I've been disappointed a lot in life uh, during my childhood and throughout my high school. As um, a few people know, many people know, I had a rough childhood where my entire family was abused. But the thing is, is that because of that, what had happened... Um, I knew that I had to be strong for my sisters, for my mom. You know, you can't, you know, you can't cry about everything. You have to, you know, put on your big girl underwear and, you know, face everything. But leadership, I believe, is extremely important. It doesn't mean being dominant over one, but it means just taking the initiative to help and encourage others. So I believe that people should have that leadership aspect in them, you know, but don't believe that, you know, you are better, you are taking, but take charge when you need to. You know, if you see other people, you know, they're not sure what to do, speak out. You know, sometimes people are scared to say stuff, so encourage them to speak out. So, so now, um, what are your building on that? What are your um, the three main leadership principles that you've carried throughout this journey? Ooh. You can have some time to think about it. Don't worry. Okay, so um, I would say that. Oh, it's quite a tough question for me actually because I haven't actually thought about that. Um, to be honest, I don't consider myself a leader. No, man, but you are yeah. a leader. Come on. <laughs> well, I think that it's just encouragement mm. for others. Um, another one is um, with encar- touching on encouragement is telling people, you know, to always believe in your goals and ambitions. You know, you'll always find somebody in life that will tell you, you know, that sounds a bit you know, you can't do this or can't do that because of this and this negative. But if you believe in something, you know, you should go ahead. So I believe encouragement, as I said, and also if people have an idea, don't turn them down. That's another thing. Never turn a conversation down. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have something to gain and something to learn from anyone. It doesn't matter who you're speaking to. So don't turn a person down. So I think that I wouldn't say there's three things. I just, I think encouragement is a main aspect. Okay. And, um, what you, you mentioned in there, the idea of turning people down. Now I see that happening a lot lately. Like personally, <laughs> I've seen a lot of occurrences where there's these leaders in top positions and, you know, companies and whatever it may be. And, you know, the average person comes up to them and this person might have the mind of Bill Gates behind them. They might yeah. have that type of thinking or even better than that. And yet, um, because of, you know, lack of experience and lack of resources, be it financial or whatever it may mm-hmm. be, they, they are turned down. 
down and their ideas are, you know, stumped. What are your thoughts on that? And um, do you think that, because I know often people will turn around and say, you know, but these leaders and these, these people within these like top positions in companies, they don't have the time to attend to such trivial matters. But what are your thoughts on that? Do you think it's acceptable? I mean, yeah, you're busy. You have 29 meetings to attend to in the day, but there's someone here who wants a chance to share their thoughts, ideas and positive contribution to your company or your cause. And you're not giving them that chance. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Obviously, I understand that people, you know, time is time is basically money. Mm. But the thing is, is that it costs nothing to give somebody uh, an ear, you know, listen, even if it's um, what I, I remember watching a documentary of how mm-hmm. um, Obama makes sure he greets every single person, whoever he passes by. And, you know, he takes at least one minute, you know, speak to them. And I think that's a big impact. It doesn't mean because you're sitting in an office, you know, I am the CEO or anything of that sort. Take time out. Remember where you came from and where you started. You know, if at the end of the day, we all started somewhere. We shouldn't forget where we come from and how we got there and also people that you know are turned down because I've been turned down a lot in life now with sponsorships and everything of that sort but the thing is is that you know keep going forward there is somebody out there that will listen to you so now lastly how can people support you during this um, journey of being a Miss SA finalist? So the journey is almost coming to an end, but um, I would appreciate if people could get in touch with me, you know, even sharing thoughts mm. of the of the program, anything of that. They can get in touch with me on Facebook at Nurain Ismail or on Instagram at Nuraining. That's N-U-R-A-Y-N-I-N-G. Definitely <laughs> yeah. have to spell that out for us. Yeah, okay, so, <laughs> um, Nurain, thoughts and piece of advice to young people out there in general anyone out there that has a vision an idea anything that sort and no matter what anybody has told you if it's silly stupid you know you're crazy anything of that sort keep believing in yourself and don't stop you know push forward what no matter what happens you know I've had ups and downs keep going forward there's always a different way to go about it you know it doesn't matter it it doesn't matter how much time you take some people will take one month some people will take one year time doesn't matter the, the end result is as long as you're happy and do what you're passionate about. Super inspiring. I'm so happy and I'm proud to say that Nuren Ismail is a Miss Earth South Africa finalist, even if she is not and wants to be shy about it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us today, Nuren. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, so keep up with the conversation. Uh, like I said, on at Wild Peak Cliff Central on Instagram and Twitter and Youth Leadership Platform on Facebook. Remember, conf- conservation starts with you. Um, inspiration. You can, you can gather it from other people, but you also have to be your source of inspiration for yourself. So take that initiative. Take that first step. Um, we'll see you next time. Same place, same time. CliffCentral.com. YLP. Bye for now. This is CliffCentral.com.